Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Tuesday, February 6th, and I am your host, Krishiga Jathani, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are our top stories from today. First, in local news, Toronto will see some sunny days before the gloomy skies return. Next, a Statistics Canada report finds more than 15% of immigrants leave Canada within 20 years of arriving. Then, a former councillor in Prince George buys a 108-year-old newspaper. Finally, in world news, Taylor Swift makes Grammys history with fourth album of the year win. And then we will hear Rojan with our latest good news segment. So, let's get into it. First, in local news, Torontonians should expect sunny days to start off the week before cloudy and gloomy skies return later on in the week. According to the Toronto Star, Environment Canada meteorologist Sean Akiyama said Toronto normally experiences a high of minus 2 degrees Celsius during this time of the year. However, this week, the highs will range from 2 to 7 degrees Celsius. Last Friday, Ontario Groundhog Weirds and Willie predicted an early spring for this year. The city is to expect sunshine on Tuesday and Wednesday mornings with highs of 2 degrees Celsius and 4 degrees Celsius. Tonight, we will see a low of minus 5 degrees Celsius. According to the Star, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, there will be cloudy skies and a high of 7 degrees Celsius and a low of 3 degrees Celsius on Thursday. Friday will see a 60% chance of showers, a high of 7 degrees Celsius and a low of 4 degrees Celsius. Next, a new Statistics Canada report shows more than 15% of immigrants leave Canada within 20 years of arriving and return to their country of origin or move to another country. According to the Toronto Star, the report also highlights some difficulties immigrants might face in Canadian society. The report was released last Friday and examined immigrants admitted between 1982 and 2017. The number of immigrants who left increased to 17.5% after 20 years of admission. More than 5% of immigrants admitted between these years emigrated within five years of landing. According to the Star, the report said emigration may, quote, attest to the difficulties many immigrants encounter in integrating into the Canadian labor market or society, end of quote. Recent immigrants are more likely to emigrate than those from previous cohorts. The probability of a newcomer leaving Canada reaches its peak within the first few years of admittance. Statistics Canada said the following, quote, The annual probability of emigrating reaches the highest level from three to seven years after admission and peaks at almost 1.4% in the fourth and fifth years of admission, end of quote. According to the Star, the challenges faced by immigrants are not just limited to economic factors. The report said, quote, Personal reasons, including the death of a loved one in the country of origin, the harsh climate, and adjusting to Canada's language and culture can also push immigrants to emigrate. End of quote. The study found that 30% of immigrants whose face of birth was Taiwan, the United States, France, or Hong Kong emigrated within 20 years after admission. According to the Star, immigrants admitted in the investor and entrepreneur categories are more likely to emigrate, while those admitted in the caregiver and refugee categories are less likely to leave. Population growth in Canada overall is increasing, and 98% of the growth has been driven by permanent and temporary immigration. According to Statistics Canada, the number of non-permanent residents coming to Canada, including refugees, temporary foreign workers, and international students, has contributed the most. Next, a former councillor in Prince George, B.C. has purchased the city's only newspaper after watching multiple outlets in other British Columbia interior communities shut down last year. 
According to the Star, Cameron Stalls is the new owner of the 108-year-old Prince George Citizen after buying the paper from Glacier Media. He has been talking about buying the weekly newspaper since last October after outlets in Fort St. John and Dawson Creek closed, followed soon after by the newspaper in Kamloops. He was worried that the Citizen, which lost about 56000 last year, would be next to go. According to the Star, Stoltz said he is not expecting the paper to become incredibly profitable but wants to turn things around to the point where he'll be hiring more reporters in 18 months. His plan focuses on being, quote, pro-Prince George, pro-solution, and pro-business, end of quote, while remaining connected to the community. Finally, in world news, Taylor Swift makes Grammys history with her fourth album of the year win for her album Midnight's. According to BBC, Taylor Swift became the first performer to win the prize for Album of the Year four times. She was previously tied on three Best Album wins with Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, and Frank Sinatra. According to BBC, Swift received the prize from Celine Dion, who made an unexpected appearance amid health fears. Dion told the audience, quote, when I say that I'm happy to be here, I really mean it from my heart, end of quote. Swift has previously won Album of the Year in 2010 for Fearless, in 2016 for 1989, and in 2021 for Folklore. According to BBC, Swift told the crowd, quote, For me, the award is the work. All I want to do is keep being able to do this. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. It makes me unbelievably blown away that it makes some people happy who voted for this award, too. End of quote. Swift also won the Best Pop Vocal Album for Midnight's, which made it her 13th Grammy win. According to The Guardian, she used her acceptance speech to make a surprise announcement for her new album, The Tortured Poets Department, releasing on April 19th. She told the audience, quote, I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I have been keeping from you for the last two years. End of quote. And then announced the new album title. After leaving the stage, Swift uploaded the cover to X and Instagram. According to The Guardian, fans were speculating that Swift would use an acceptance speech to announce a re-recording of her previous album, Reputation. However, as Deadline observed, her announcement of a new album follows her pattern of releasing a new album, then two re-records, followed by new music. Well, that was it from me today, and now I leave you with Rojan with their good news segment. From Met Radio, my name is Rojan. Good morning, everyone. You are tuning into the Good News Network, where we cover heartwarming stories you may not hear about. For today's segment, the story behind a smiling face in the sky. An emotional moment was shared between former transportation engineer Ray Santon and his family. Upon being brought outside by staff from his hospice room, Ray was invited to look up. Here he saw it, a smiley face drawn just for him in the sky over Worcester, southwest of Brigham, England. The 66-year-old patient was diagnosed of terminal cancer. According to the Good News Network, Ray expressed his lifetime passion for aircraft with his family, taking them to air shows and museums to share his knowledge with his wife Angela and their son and daughter. As a surprise, the family, with the help from the staff at St. Richard's Hospice, arranged for aerobatic pilot Rich Goodwin to draw a smiling face looking down at Ray on a beautifully clear day. Angela expresses gratitude for the compassion shown on both the land and in the air. She says to the Good News Network, To see the smile in the sky and then look at Ray's smile was just fantastic. I haven't seen him smile for a while. That care here is above and beyond anything. St. Richard's Hospice is an independent charity that provides care for terminally ill adults. 
They support their patients by improving their quality of life from diagnosis to their final days. According to the St. Richard's Hospice website, the team supports more than 3,100 patients, family members, and bereaved people in Worcester. Mike Wilkerson, chief executive at St. Richard's Hospice, said in an interview posted on the hospice website, This was such a special moment for everyone watching, and we feel privileged to have helped make it happen for Ray and his family. We would like to say a huge heartfelt thank you to Rich for creating such precious memories for Ray, his family, and everyone who witnessed a smile in the sky. Each year, thousands of patients suffer a long, grueling battle against cancer. No matter who it is or where it happens, the fight is always going to be emotional and difficult for everyone involved. Today's story is about one of those emotional highlights from a patient's journey. The smiling face is more than just a compassionate gesture from Ray's family and St. Richard's Hospice. It's a token of appreciation based on a passion Ray loved so dearly. He was willing to share that passion with those he loved the most. Here's wishing the best for Ray, Angela, and their two kids. With that said, thank you for tuning in with us on the Good News Network. If you would like to hear more uplifting stories, you're welcome to join us next week. Format Radio, my name is Rojan. Have a good day, everyone. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Tuesday with some more news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's Matt Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Krishika Jathani. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.